Hello, welcome to Stupid Science with J.D. Adler and Lisa Booker, originally broadcast on WXKW, Key West, Florida. We've selected out some of our favorite episodes of Stupid Criminals and Science News and put them together for this podcast so you can have a laugh and you can learn something, which are two of our favorite things. So here you go. Stupid Criminals, Science News, Stupid Science. Welcome back to J.D. Adler and Lisa Booker. That's me. We are back. Yay. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, JD. How are you feeling today? I feel great. How about you? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, as good as can be. All locked up inside here. Yep. But uh, Waiting it's, for it's some stupid criminals day. on this stupid. beautiful day. It is time for stupid criminals. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Yep, yep. And we got, we got entries this week. Florida man hasn't failed us. We still got pl- some entries from Florida, man, but we got entries from all over the country this week. It's a whole big country and everybody's contributing. Everybody's stepping up. You know, we're all in this together, so they're all helping out with the comedy uh, segment of our show this week. Uh, but of course, we're going to start in Florida. Absolutely. Florida. Where uh, Florida man, Brevard County, a Florida man has uh, was arrested for breaking into Dillard's, or not breaking in, he was in Dillard's shopping, apparently, walking around like everybody else. Because Dillard's is the best. And But instead of shopping, he was he was stealing, uh, shoving into his pants, ladies' lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> he stole uh, eight over $800 worth of ladies' lingerie. Ladies he had lingerie. a lot of ladies that he yeah. said, you know what? I got you a great gift. Oh, wait, times eight. Took him down in a foot chase. Uh, Ray Ray Long. Oh, come on, Ray Ray. Mr. Ray Ray Long. His name is actually Ray Ray. That's not a... That's not a joke. His name is Ray Ray. Ray I didn't think it was. That was the most authentic thing I heard in that story. Ray Ray. Ray Ray Long out stealing stealing, some stealing stealing panties. Some some lingerie. (laughs) Lingerie. Thank you, Florida man, for entering that. And then, of course, Congress isn't uh, doesn't want to be exempted from this. Nope. Got a a congressional Florida man, Matt Gates, who was commenting on. So he wanted to know why. A college was receiving, a historically black college, uh, Howard University, was receiving mm-hmm. uh, how much? Uh, $13 million in taxpayer funding in the coronavirus. Uh-huh. Of course, if he had just read the bill a little further, he would have realized that the hospital at Howard University, which is less than a mile and a half from where he works, is a major coronavirus treatment center. And that's why they're receiving the money. But Flor- being Florida, man, he couldn't be bothered yeah. to actually read the entire bill. I know. That money shouldn't go to them. So, Florida man, con- congressional Florida man. Being in Congress doesn't keep you from being a Florida man. Right, really. I don't Representing, read. you got to represent the Florida man in Congress, right? That's what it's there for. It's a lot represent. of words. Um, and what may be one of the most Florida man ever stories up in Hillsborough County. Oh, wow. Trying to take the crown. A uh, Florida man was arrested for, for n- cutting down his neighbor's fence repeatedly. Uh, his neighbor had fence, like this isn't like a fence between yard. This is, he's a rancher, he has cattle mm-hmm. and he has it fenced off and his neighbor kept cutting down the fence. And when they went to talk to the neighbor who was cut doing the cutting down, yeah. he, he said, no, I thought that was somebody else's fence. <laughs> I didn't know that it was your <laughs> fence. <laughs> he thought it belonged to somebody else. <laughs> I'm not Somebody sure. else's fence that, uh, Ran along the boundaries of your property. <laughs> and mine. I thought, oh, that was your fence? I didn't realize that was your fence. What? I thought I was cutting down somebody else's and fence. And every time that you rebuilt the fence, I'm like, look at this good Samaritan rebuilding somebody else's fence. <laughs> right. so, and I don't understand why that, even if it was somebody else's fence, why mm-hmm. would that make it okay to be cutting fences down? 
Oh, my God. In <laughs> up in West Palm Beach, a Florida woman. Beautiful West Palm. It says in the story, drunk Florida woman, but I think we were... We were already there, right? Yeah. But, Newspaper uh, <laughs> ink is expensive. You don't have to waste it for superfluous words. Drunk Florida woman was hospitalized because she got run over mm-hmm. by a train because she was sleeping on the tracks. She was partially on the tracks, <laughs> fell asleep, got hit by the train, and, yeah. some, and survived as only a drunk Florida woman Walk can. Walk that shit off. <laughs> and rub some dirt in that. <laughs> There's so many things from my childhood that these stories are reminding me. The first one of the guy running through the Dillard's. um, I just pictured Benny Hill and he's like throwing (laughs) panties behind him. And then the second story, I remember there was a little book. I was so just infatuated with this book. The little old man who couldn't read. Remind me of the representative. And just like, and I'm sure this is an old black and white movie. A woman on the train tracks. But they usually run up. They don't just fall asleep. They got tied down. They run up. This woman, Florida woman, she just went ahead and fell asleep on the track. None better than a nap. Actually, now that I think about it, some mm-hmm. of those hobo movies, that like the silent movies, the hobo yeah. one, the hobo would lay down and fall asleep on the track, and then the train would come, and he'd make the surprised face. Anyway. Um, that's what she did. That's what she did. <laughs> and she got it. it also says in the article it was a slow-moving train. This is, again, why we still, knew that. No. Yeah. <laughs> we knew that. Full the speed. The fact that she's still alive. You would have ended with, and her pieces were found. <laughs> And up in f- now, our next story comes to us from Pennsylvania. Not mm. again. Mm. Last week we had some Pennsylvania stories. This week, also. Getting jealous are we, Pennsylvania? Up in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania is one of the few states that has these bizarre city names. Well, they're native mm. names, uh, but all, like uh, Florida does. Mm-hmm. Puxatawney. How's Phil doing? <laughs> right, which is famous for mm-hmm. uh, Puxatawney Phil, who yep. lets us know when more winter's coming. I always thought that was funny because they would tell us when we were kids: if he sees a shadow, mm-hmm. it's six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't see a shadow, then spring is a month and a half away, which is, of course, the same thing. Like that's how, that's how they <laughs> phrased it. That's how they <laughs> phrased it to us. They would. It was like, what do you mean six weeks or a month and a half? Aren't those the same numbers? <laughs> I could but, see little JD's hands raising like, uh, in the back of the room. Hold on a second. Excuse me. Shh, don't tell anybody. Pardon <laughs> me. Quick question. But it's a. It, you're already you've accepted the idea that a gopher or whatever is telling you the future. He's so. a meteorologist. You don't know. <laughs> I guess really what difference does it make anyway? Don't tell him what he can't be. But, but this time, Puxatani is in the news because Mr. Michael Allen Schaefer was arrested um, after attempting to enter a local residence uh, to visit a woman who had, uh, they refused to let him in, blah, blah, blah. The police show up and they're arresting him and he starts trying to kiss the police. <laughs> he just starts trying to kiss cops. <laughs> um no, that rap song, F the Police, <laughs> was not, <laughs> no, not saying that. It did not mean romance them. Um, yeah, he, did uh, it work? Asking, did it work? No, it asking did not for work. a friend. It did not work for him. Oh, okay. Um, he was apparently sp- speaking nonsensically, smelled of alcohol. What? Displayed involuntary body movements. Uh, mm. They placed him in the patrol car. And there was blood on his hands and socks. Um, and then when they started to ask him about how he became injured, he started screaming methamphetamine <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> methamphetamine, methamphetamine. <laughs> this was, uh, which is usually the subtext whenever you arrest someone right. on meth. He's actually saying it as the text. <laughs> right. You're not supposed to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And at which point it's they, implied. At which point they take him to the local hospital. Um, and which point, and as they're taking him out of the car into the hospital, he's like, I love you guys. And, and this is the point where he started trying to kiss the cops. <laughs> well, he loved them. 
<laughs> Multiple attempts, apparently. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we yeah. be friends? So, but he's still going to jail. That's yeah. uh, for the... Her, anyway. And the reason? It did not work. Methamphetamine. Methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> um... In Washington State, Kelso, Washington State, mm-hmm. police have arrested a man who, because he was shooting at a woman with a bow and arrow, actually striking her. I'm in actually the head. intrigued. Bow and arrow. All right, Legolas. Uh, <laughs> do ex, what you got to do. His, his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. 3:15 a.m. Because that's when these kinds of things are. Yeah. It's never. It's never like two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, she went over to his his trailer from her trailer. Yeah. To. To, you can see how this is all unfolding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, this is making sense. To get her dog from him. And he apparently it started th- threw a bottle of bleach at her. Uh, breaking, Don't waste bleach. Breaking the windshield of her car. And then as she started to drive away, he came after her with the bow and arrow, firing into the car as she's reversing away from the car. With the, uh, just barely. Didn't uh, I see this Will Ferrell movie? Right. And just barely nicking her head. <laughs> the passenger in the car was like, said he was crouched down in the seat, uh, scared he was yeah. going to get hit with an arrow. Because that mofo was aiming for her head. He was out for bitterness. Uh, just really watching it say you're shooting at people with bows and arrows. Keep the dog. It just keeps. You know, keep the dog. You can mm-hmm. have the dog. Wow. Uh, just bizarreness. When Hawk, when the Avengers broke up and Hawkeye turned to methamphetamines and started bow and arrow shooting at his ex. And, and it seems dogs are making a lot of these stories uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, in up in Chicago area. Uh, this is in the Chicago Tribune. A woman in Lakeview East, which I guess is one of the suburbs, uh, says that she she found this dog about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody claimed it. Uh, apparently, there was a chip in it. When they contacted the person, they were like, oh, I haven't seen that dog in a couple of years. Uh, as long as it's got a good home, I'm not worried about it. But apparently, it was not uh, doing well. When, when she found the dog, it's, it was malnourished. You could see its ribs. So for the last year, she's been taking care of this dog because no one claimed it. And uh, but apparently somebody has been stalking her. She felt like for the last year. Well, the other day they drove up on her while she was walking the dog. The car came up and like skidded to a halt in front of her, like in a movie. And they jumped out with a uh, one woman jumped out, grabbed the dog out of her arms, and the other guy came running out with a baseball bat, threatening her. And so she lets go of the dog, and they steal the dog, and run off. This is in Chicago. Uh, in the I'm still Chicago. here, <laughs> listeners. This is. Uh, I just. Right, like you're like what? I'm just, this I'm is just the most in shock. Story, like what how, is the? What is a dog napping in the? And she thinks it's the the stalkers, and because <laughs> apparently the she'd seen the woman before, because the woman, I'm sorry, the woman was yelling at her, "That's my dog! You know that's my dog!" As running up and stealing, the woman had two dogs. The the victim in the story has two dogs. The Not one, anymore. The one that she was just her regular dog, and the one that she had found, and we mm-hmm. were talking about, and that's the one they came after. So there, it's, I don't know what's up with this dog. It doesn't seem like a, um, there's anything particularly special about the dog. Like that it's, it's not like a million no, dollar no, no. dog. The it's only people that are quote special, end quote, are the people that just drove up. <laughs> dog nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those are the special ones. Because They're they, special. Yeah, because they were looking for the proper owners. Uh-huh. Like if they were the proper owners, they could have just said, that's my dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. But let's be it's crazy. A, it's a Manchester mixed terrier. I don't know if that's a, it's a dog mm. that's worth an incredible amount of money or something. I don't know what's going on here, but so there's dog nappings going on in the streets of Chicago now. That's, that's robbery. <laughs> make fun of Chicago, Florida man, all you want. They're just they're, yeah, we're not alone. That um, is 
weird. Meanwhile, in Tennessee, a Tennessee man, Troy Darnell Hollins, mm-hmm. is wanted because he apparently, during an argument with his with his woman, bit both of her cats. I do not understand what you just said. <laughs> he bit. He literally bit, like with his teeth, bit into her cats. I need to talk to that second cat. And then, <laughs> how did you, yeah, how did you get a hold of the cats? Cats are notorviously difficult to yeah. get a hold of. And then ran off. And did he think he would gain superpowers? And then uh, I won. And so now they're they're after him for the, you know for the animal cruelty. They almost caught up with him one day. Uh, he was walking. Apparently, Holland, this guy Hollins was walking through a park, and a cop on mm-hmm. foot tried to get a hold of him. Yeah. And Hollins ran off and stole a car and fled. Why didn't you just climb a tree, freak? <laughs> oh my god. That is that's real crazy. That's you know we do a lot of fun crazy. We do a lot of yeah. try to you know commit a minor crime and did it in a dumb way, or just walked up to a cop and just you know confessed some stuff. Just dumb. These are actually insane people yeah after holland stole the car yeah yeah uh, cops tried with another vehicle to blockade him he drove up onto a sidewalk through a mailbox over some grass and then got out when the car could no longer go and ran off and they somehow managed to get away from them which i still don't understand but because he was willing to do things sane people weren't willing to do endanger the lives of children and families running through people's driving through people's yards and whatnot right you never take me alive copper <laughs> apparently we not. won't if you keep doing this nonsense we are going to take you eventually i guess we'll see yeah you know it's chicago take out the woods Oh, and Georgia, the great state of Georgia, hey, um, is weighing in this week as well. You know, we always get these stories of people, you know, pretending to be cops and pulling people over Disgusting. and whatnot, trying to get off over by not paying for things or whatnot, like we had with that I'm other a marshal. That guy who got arrested twice, twice in two days. I'm still a marshal. <laughs> um, well, in Georgia, um, certain counties in Georgia have, have uh, curfews right now, but in Gainesville, they do not. But this gentleman decided to dress up like a, or pretend to be a police officer and started pulling people over and telling them they were in violation of curfew where there was no curfew. Okay. <laughs> so not, he was not they a, always do the double thing that not only right. am I pretending to be a cop, but I'm just going to say some bullshit that's not true. <laughs> right. He, um, yeah. He's, he's, he was not a cop pulling people over for not a crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, way to go georgia so that that was we got a lot to catch up with next week florida listen to florida man (laughs) making us look bad we were in home lockdown keeping to ourselves rest of the country's showing us up with their stupidity (laughs) right but (laughs) he said he have a he has a blue flashing light and everything pulling people over well you (laughs) know georgia amazon Sorry, I just had a little tickle in my throat. No, there. he got worry. all choked I'm up. Not, he was like, they pull people over, and it wasn't even a crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. We'll, well be all right. We'll be all right. Here. Don't worry. We're okay. I'm not dying or anything. Well, um, we'll tell him. We'll tell him later, listeners. <laughs> um, metaphorically, perhaps. Meanwhile, our final story for this segment today. Final stupid criminal? It's actually not a stupid criminal. It's just a really nice story. I thought I'd round this segment out with a nice story about a Florida man doing a good deed. I love it. It's Um, heartwarming. Apparently up in, uh, where was this? Uh, Vanderbilt Beach Road. Where's that? You gave me the road, but you didn't tell me what town it was in? That's nice. Well, anyway, this guy goes to a restaurant, a regular of the restaurant. Okay. This is the Naples Daily News, so I guess it happened in Naples. He goes, it's a restaurant where he goes in, you know, has breakfast every once in a while, kind of an upscale little breakfast place. And he knew that they were shutting down because of the, all the coronavirus stuff. Uh-huh. 
And so he left a $10,000 tip with instructions to give each, uh, each of the 20 employees $500 each. Oh, that's so sweet. Right? That and, is so sweet. And the, the staff's talking about him like, you know, we know the guy because he comes in here all the time. We can tell you his order, but yeah. we don't even know his name oh. because it's not like they have some deep personal relationship. Yeah. It's just a place and he knows, and obviously he's got money. Right. So he's like, he knows that these working people who take care of him all the time are going to be hard hit. So he went and That's just, so beautiful and, and shared the wealth. That is beautiful. And we're all in this together. That's Florida, man. Oh, I love it. As, yeah. As much as all these other stories are Florida man, that's Florida man too. Florida man as well. Yeah, so that's, uh, I thought that would be a nice way to round it out. I love it. Now I'm thinking about breakfast food. <laughs> waffles. And uh, we're going to go eat ourselves some waffles. And at the meantime, we're going to go break. And when we come back, well, who knows what's going to happen. And now it's time for your musical interlude. Yeah, jazz hands. Welcome back with J.D. Adler and Lisa Booker on this lovely Sunday, Sunday mid-morning. We wish you all the best as you're listening to the dulcet tones of Lisa and J.D. Dulcet. Mm-hmm. All right, we are here. It is time for my personal favorite segment, science. Science. Science news from around the world. And for our first one, mm-hmm. uh, coming to us from NASA. Hey, NASA. Apparently, Uranus is leaking gas. <gasps> I told you not to tell NASA about my anus. <laughs> oh, my God, Lisa. Um, all right. We're just diving right in. Sure. The, the planet Uranus. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. That one. Uh, apparently, NASA's Voyager. Mm-hmm. Voyager 2, actually. Nosy. Uh, went, flew through it back in 1987, 1986. And there's, you know continuing to go through all the data that they got yep. as they develop new techniques to go through it and whatnot. And they have discovered that apparently gas was just leaking off of the planet and the <laughs> Voyager 2 actually flew through it. Just off-gassing. <laughs> uh, a plasmoid trail, as they call it, uh, that was 127,000 miles long and twice as wide. Mm. And they are hypothesizing that uh, a similar unexpected release of gas may explain how Mars ended up as barren and dry as it is. Interesting. But they're going to need to fly another spacecraft back to Uranus to, and, have a, <laughs> and have a good rummage around. All right. Is what the article says. <laughs> we got to get up in there. Let's get up in there. have to get up mm-hmm. inside Uranus. Real deep. To really, to really see what's going on. Science. <laughs> Science. <laughs> Meanwhile, Space Force here on Earth, we all in the much... Uh-huh. <laughs> much announced uh, Space Force. Mm-hmm. Very important. Couldn't I love, do without it. I love exploration. I respect defense. I just, it's a, it feels like that, that just lives in a space, a murky space in between. Murky space indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't afford healthcare for every citizen, but we can afford a Space Force. Mm-hmm. And that th- is doing something that currently NASA and or the Air Force, Air Force are not doing. Right. Okay. So uh, they have just launched their first mission. Sure they did. They did. They just launched. It's a, it's a group of satellites. A, a of course they did. That they're <laughs> launching that are apparently basically spy satellites. Mm, um, there we go. These satellites are designed to keep an eye on the world. It's a six satellite AEHF constellation. It will circle the Earth in geostationary orbit. Meaning that the one that's over North America will stay, will mm. circle with North America as we'll it over. Mm-hmm. revolves around during the day, etc. I can't wait for a 12-year-old in Norway to hack that thing. 
It will provide secure, jam-proof communications between government officials and war fighters on the ground. Okay. War fighters. I guess that means soldiers? That, that they mean soldiers because it's nope. on the ground. War- they are creating a new breed of super soldier. <laughs> right? These are war fighters. Yeah. Uh, Lockheed Martin is the prime. And what, what about soldiers who are not in the middle of a war? What if they're soldiers doing some other Then like, Then these things won't talk to or- them. They don't get to hear what <laughs> this get- super secret satellite is saying. <laughs> None um, of your business. Lockheed Keep Martin. doing push-ups. <laughs> Lockheed Martin is the prime contractor. Sure they are. For the $15 billion AEHF network, mm-hmm. uh, which is follow, Which, which is, is a, needed. That seems important. like it's fitting a, an important need. It, which is I just don't understand why our current well, to your point, organizations aren't. Yeah. To your point, it is a follow-on to the U.S. Air Force's Millstar Communications Constellation. So... The, the, the Air Force was, in fact, already doing this exact job mm-hmm. that the Space Force is now going to be doing. Okay. And it seems totally necessary and useful. Mm-hmm. But we got, now we have more spy satellites up there. Of course, uh, Google and other companies have been launching their own satellites, which they swear are not going to interfere with anything. These massive uh, Tesla, I think, their company also has some up, is pl- plans to put some up. I don't give a darn. Soon you're not going to be able to see the stars because there's going to be too many satellites. If it's shiny and bright, you know I'm going to look at it and go, ooh. Fair enough. <laughs> I do know that about mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, Everybody knows that. Mass, uh, the, from I don't Australia. care what Tesla has up there, Tesla, Google. Ooh, big shock. They're trying to sell me something. What's the government doing with them there? <laughs> Okay. Government may try to enslave you. It's all the same thing. Come on Mm. now. You know this. You know that the Google and the government, they're all just one big thing. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, from Australia, the Great Barrier Reef is is undergoing yet another coral bleaching. Yes. Horrible. For the third time since 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is really just awful. Of course, the coral reef being one of the bedrocks, one of the the base points of the food chain. Exactly that you know supports all of us so a little bit worrisome it's mm-hmm. not like just just like everything else just wait until it's a little too late yeah mm-hmm. and now we're so the, the, that's happening to the coral so reefs. humans can see it right in front of their face then yeah. they'll want to try to su- fix this that should have been worked on decades ago if yeah. we can if we can even address this speaking of decades ago remember when the mm-hmm. the ozone layer was in the news because all those cfcs and other gases were destroying it yep uh, and then My uh, aqua, aqua net hairspray. Right. So the Montreal Protocol was agreed to back in 1987 to protect the ozone layer, to put an end to those kinds of gases, mm-hmm. the use of them. And it, apparently it is working. The Earth's ozone layer appears to be recovering, uh, according to experts. This article I'm reading. The human animal. Oh, that's not a word. The <laughs> human am- animal harming the planet. Human animal stops doing a thing. Planet recovers. Planet recovers. Mm. Um, you don't even have to be able to speak good to figure that out. Lead author of the new study, Antara Banerjee, a series visiting fellow at the University of Colorado Boulder, who works in the Chemical Sciences Division of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, cool. spoke about the evidence she, they found, saying this study adds the growing evidence showing the profound effectiveness of the effectiveness of the Montreal Protocol. Not only has the treaty spurred healing of the ozone layer, is also driving recent changes in southern hemisphere air circulation patterns. Wow, so humans obviously can affect the environment. So that's good news. Yep. Um, we have the power. And you were talking before about how much you like looking at shiny things in the sky. Yeah. There is a new comet known as Atlas. Ooh. Uh, named after the astronomical survey that discovered it in mm-hmm. December, December 28th to be exact. 
It is brightly, Ooh. is rapidly uh, approaching Deep in the, the middle sun. Of Kwanzaa. Yeah, it is rapidly <laughs> deep in the middle of Kwanzaa. Yeah, it's, it's the Kwanzaa star. Mm-hmm. Uh, approaches the sun. Umoji. I think that's how it's known. Many people know it by the, as the Kwanzaa yeah. star. What uh, goes without saying. <laughs> it's approaching the sun and could soon be visible to the naked eye. <gasps> I'm excited. Um, in coming in May. Uh, they say you may be able to start, see it, start seeing it in early May, uh, but by May 31st, should be able to see it, especially if you have a telescope that is properly, um, has the proper, um, not veil, uh, lens on it. Here in the nor- Northern Hemisphere? Yes. Awesome. I hope I'm around in May to see it. They do, they do <laughs> as they're making this prediction, they do warn that uh, comets are notoriously erratic brightening one moment only to be completely completely break apart and dissipate the next just like chicks am i right my am i right fellas what is going on today Mm. um meanwhile in moon news so Mm. nasa you know has a big uh project to get people to the moon and Mm -hmm. to build some sort of habitat where people can actually stay on the moon for extended periods well one new advance is that they believe that scientists that uh astronauts living on the moon may soon be able to use their urine to make buildings on the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's what I said, urine, your pee, using pee to make buildings on the moon. Uh, apparently the, the team used a 3D printer to generate cylinders of material made from moon regolith, which we learned last week is just moon soil. This is soil. <laughs> um, so using the, the soil combined with, with pee uh, so make it like a uh, a pea brick, <laughs> basically. When are we going to tell the astronauts that they were just fucking with them? <laughs> <laughs> they they three D printed tubes of it mm-hmm. that supported that quote supported heavy weights and remained almost stable in shape. Almost stable. Oh well, then that <laughs> is, is not a home. <laughs> um, quote, That's one, a tent. Quote once heated to eighty degrees Celsius, which is one hundred and seventy degrees Fahrenheit, their resistance was also tested and even increased after eight freeze thaw cycles, like those on the moon. End quote. So you had me until almost stable. Yeah, almost stable. Mm-hmm. Almost stable is not a quality yeah. you want in a building material. Yeah. That's something that used car salesman says really <laughs> softly. Wait, what was that? Huh? What? Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost stable. <laughs> I, I didn't catch that. Is it stable? Almost. What? Do, is it, do I need more pee? What's happening? Do we need more? This piss poor regular? house fell apart. It's oh. literally oh, it's literally piss poor. Mm. Um, so that's harsh. Maybe we could start building. Nope. No, no, Mm-mm. no, no. I'm no. not even going to let you finish that. <laughs> nope. We do have a We are not allowed shortage. to pee. We are not allowed to pee on soil saying we're trying to build a home. We not going to allow it. We do have a housing shortage here yeah, in Key West. But there's, there's and we have water. a lot of drunks, so there's plenty of pee. <laughs> yeah. We walk past an ocean of water <laughs> to pee in some soil. Oh, my. Building a home here. Nothing to see. Um, now, I, I told you this was going to be entirely unrelated to coronavirus, but you knew that was a lie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so some companies are developing drones that can detect, uh, that they believe will be able to detect viruses during a pandemic. Pandemic drones are calling them because as they fly, think about how invasive this is. As they fly over homes, they'll be able to detect whether people have fevers and similar symptoms. Uh, the drones are capable of monitoring fever-associated temperatures, heart and respiratory rates from a distance, as well as detecting people sneezing and coughing in crowds or places where groups of people might work or congregate. Can I have one for personal use? <laughs> mm, you seem feverish and, and sneezy. Back up. 
Cameron Shell, CEO of Dragonfly, oh, which is D-R-A-G-A-N-Fly. I've, n- I've never heard more of an evil corporation name <laughs> in a movie in my life. <laughs> Skynet doesn't seem that bad until you watch the movie, but the name, what'd you say? Dr- Dragon Killer, what'd you say? So there, he's excited because they've, uh, they're able to start talking about the specifics of where and how it was developed, this mm-hmm. technology, and getting it out there. Satan gave him the blueprints, that's how. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long meeting. So, yeah. So pretty soon you'll have drones flying over time. Oh, no, people are sick there. And then directing government agents to that swarm, home. Swarm. Swarm. This, this does, this, nothing to fear there. There's Stay nothing calm, worry about that. citizen. This is for your own good. It's for the greater good. Right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting little side note, a side effect of this whole crime. Like one thing we talked about the other day was how pollution levels and heat levels in cities have dropped yep. as a result of mm-hmm. everybody staying indoors. Well, another one is, um, you know, uh, geologists and others who study earthquakes, they have something called a seismometer, seismometer which yep. measures the... Intensity? The, the, the shaking of the earth, or mm-hmm. the, the, you know, whatever you want to call that, the quakes. You don't want to say intensity of the quakes? That's the phrase I was looking for, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, apparently, they don't just measure that. They... They measure, They also use those seismometers. The sexiness of the quakes. <laughs> to measure. No. Just uh, like when people are walking around in a city, mm-hmm. seismometers can detect that, and they'll measure it and record it so that they can um, factor that out when they're measuring an earthquake, mm-hmm. right? Things like that. This is a base level of what you know, humans yeah. Walk, treading. Just on walking a, around mm-hmm. in the city of London or mm-hmm. city of New York or what have you. So apparently, those levels have significantly dropped in throughout Europe due to the decrease because everyone's staying home. No one's walking around. A more accurate zero. Yeah. Yeah. So the number of people, so the the actual uh, shaking of the earth by people walking around and being active in the major cities has has measurably decreased as a result of these um, isolation, quarantines, etc. I dig it. Just a weird little side Mm -hmm. note there for you. And reset and yeah. Um, have a more accurate base level. Love it. Um, and other just uh, science. weird science news. A bacterium that feeds on toxic plastic has been discovered by scientists. I love it. Uh, it was found at a waste site where plastic has been dumped. Is the first no- first that is known to attack polyurethane. Millions of Ooh. tons of that is produced every year in sports shoes, napkin, or it says nappies. That's, this is a British article. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a diaper. Craggy. Uh, kitchen sponges, foam insulation. When broken down, it can release toxic and carcinogenic chemicals mm-hmm. um, when broken down the way we normally break it down, which would kill most bacteria. But the newly discovered strain is able to survive while the research has identified the bug and some of its key characteristics. Much work remains to be done, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but that's uh, that's a fascinating thing. They have a bug that can break it down. They can, which will allow allow them to study to figure out maybe a way with a synthetic way to break it down that is mm-hmm. more effective and efficient. But just a little side news there. Uh, what else is going on? We got some health news for that you. That is exciting. Yeah. Right. Um, we need to. Yeah. Because yeah, plastic is a major. It's harmful problem. to us. It's harmful to the planet. Harmful to our little fishies. Right. Uh, s- health. Advocates want to remind you to to keep up or boost your physical activity while you're self isolating. Don't you're not the boss of me. Don't become a couch potato. You can still go out and walk around. Just stay six feet away from everybody mm. else, and uh, 
you know, make sure you're getting exercise. Eat donuts and nap. They don't own you. <laughs> inside your house or whether you're going outside or staying inside, make sure you're getting activity. Keep yourself healthy. Mm-hmm. It's important. And it's important to keeping your immune system up. Lifting so that remote, that takes, the, you can do a lot of reps lifting that remote. Um, some recommendations from the chalkboard mag. I don't know what that is, but here are some recommendations for keeping yourself from going. This is also, you know, under health news. To keep yourself from going stir crazy mm-hmm. while locked up, uh, one is to make pickles, which that's a really stupid. Okay, I'm already it. out. Craft and cleanse, doing craft work, uh, comfort food. Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? C- comfort waffles. Food. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bake someone happy. Chocolate mm-hmm. plus banana bread equals banana bread brownies. Um, that's just one suggestion. Uh, brush up on your communication with your family and friends. Make homemade bread. Netflix, Toxic Beauty is one of the recommendations they give. Clean your beauty. Nah, nah, nah. Diet books, do lots of reading. There's lots of good books you probably haven't read. Mm-hmm. Take time to read. That'll take you away to another world. Um, learn to cook. There's a lot of cooking rep- recommendations <laughs> in this magazine. I feel like they're invested in big cooking. Um, <laughs> they're in the pocket. Uh, nutritionists have recommendations for you to stay healthy and keep mm-hmm. your keep your immune system up. I'm sure they do. Um, They're gonna start talking at us about vegetables. We can we can manage. Yeah, they they are dried and canned beans, whole grains such as oats, quinoa, quinoa farro, quinoa. and brown. Quinoa is that quinoa? what that is? Mm-hmm. I know I did never seen that word before. Also farro, I don't know what farro is. Do you know what that is? Some old timey grain we shouldn't okay <laughs> we've stopped using so why randomly in 2020 do i have to go three towns over to find some freaking pharaoh to make grind it up to make some pharaoh bread just just have a pb and j sandwich and be done become a come pharaoh on. farmer become just, yeah, just, yeah come on now um they what else we got here and uh for the consider loading up on apples citrus fruits and veggies like carrots and celery which can be the base of most soups um frozen stuff maintains like ice cream anti-inflammatory foods such as tomatoes walnuts berries and leafy greens um yeah so there you get the idea there's lots of health suggestions out there what else we got um, health benefits of eating chocolate. Mm-hmm. Chocolate is great for mental health. Uh, what else we got? Oh, I, I started. I've always in the known this antioxidants. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an energy booster. Magnesium. It's antioxidant mm-hmm. rich was the next one on the list. It reduces blood pressure apparently. Great for mental health. Covered that. Uh, dark chocolates can help in managing weight. Um, apparently, I got to read some more about that. How does chocolate help you manage your weight? Eating chocolate can help in building a good metabolism. How much you choose? A chocolate with low sugar content, so right. dark chocolate dark can chocolate. actually help. As per a study published in JAMA, it was observed that eating chocolate help can help in lowering body mass for those patients who had dark chocolate on a regular basis. Yeah, small amounts of dark, dark chocolate because there's not a lot of milk and um, sugar. So, okay. yeah, okay. small amounts. However, moderation is the key is the way it ends. That's where they lost me. Chocolates are great for the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wow. All right. There's uh, all kinds of good stuff there for you. Mm-hmm. And now, um, our final story. Science. Is that, you know, people's talking about face masks and how we're running out of stuff. Either whether you want to donate it or just have it for yourself. Business Insider has this N95s. article. Mm-hmm. About how, you know, 
Homemade face masks are obviously not as effective as surgical masks or N95 respirators, but they're better than nothing. Um, and it can, if it, if it seals your face properly, it can reduce your risk, if not eliminate it. Right. Um, so there are these articles out about, that, like this one in Business Insider I'm looking at that provides you with a list of the materials you need, which I just had in front of me a second mm-hmm. ago. And now I don't. Uh, it probably, and it to provides your you own? patterns. Oh, wow. uh, f- materials, fabric, such as cotton, a washcloth, or a microfiber cloth. And you need an elastic band or two hair ties, scissors, and a sewing machine. And mm. it goes through the steps. Um, you're gonna, the, you need two rectangles of fabric, 12 by 6. Sew them together. Then sew the bottom edge closed. Fold over one side edge and use a, ra- a regular hair tie or piece of elastic. Start sewing the fabric so that the elastic is inside the fold. Once you start it, pull the plastic taut and sew down the rest of the fold. Repeat on the other side. And there you go. Make sure you backstitch. And that's basically how you do it. It's not that hard. Um, so you can make one for yourself or you can make a bunch of them and donate them to hospitals and other places that may need them. Cool, cool. If you want to contribute to, to your community. So those are available online. And uh, one of them I was reading suggested that you have like a... If, if it's possible to get a silk on the outside and then cotton on the inside, that would be a more effective method of doing it. Okay. So there you go. Uh, that the is more you know, and knowing is half the battle. Exactly. G.I. Joe. So that is your science news segment for today. So much science from the stars to the planet to the oceans to our bodies. That's what we do here. Yep. Signing off. I'm J.D. Adler with the lovely Lisa Booker. That's me. Take care, guys.